Are y'all ready for the word? Well, we got Thanksgiving right around the corner. We got good days ahead. Get your Bibles out and go to Acts chapter 26. Acts 26. I'm going to ask you a question other than me. Anybody in here ever been depressed? I mean, we don't, first of all, if you're a faith person, you certainly don't like to admit it. I don't mean that we are depressed, but depression is really a spirit. And so, so, so I had an instance that happened to me the other day when I got home. I, I hadn't been on the Internet for three weeks. I don't have any idea what's going on in the world. I don't even know what happened in the elections. I'm, I'm just running around a, a hillside shooting at everything. So, well, By the way, I got my deer before they got there. I knew I better. I got to tell you a story. In Tennessee, everything's hilly. Everything. And when you go over the edge of a hill, you basically have to have a rope if you want to come back up the hill. That's how steep they are. And the only way down is to go from tree to tree. Well, I shoot a deer and it went over the cliff. And it died by the road down there. There's a God. Y'all don't know how powerful that is. You shoot a deer and it runs to the road for you. I hauled it 20 feet and I went, thank you, Jesus. I said, I told, looked at the deer and I said, you got any friends that want to follow you down here? I mean, so anyway, we had a good time. So anyway, the other day I'm at, I'm at home and I'm, and I'm on Epic Times, which I enjoy listening to. I enjoy listening to conservative, what's going on in the world. And they did a documentary on China. And I'm not suggesting you listen to it unless you want to get depressed. But the documentary went on to talk about how they have a 100-year plan to take over the world. And the problem is, is they're doing it. What we're watching in America today is a complete overthrow of our government by idiots, crooked politicians. And so we got China, they're, they're messed up. And we have people here that, have, they're good people, so don't throw them in the same boat as the, the Chinese people are, are not communist. The Chinese people are not the, the communist, Chinese Communist Party. Neither are the Russian people communist. Neither are the people in Iran and Iraq. There's a revival going on in all of those nations. Did y'all know that? There's Christians there, people born again, loving Jesus. So anyway, I'm listening to this documentary, and all of a sudden, hopelessness hit me. And I'm sitting there going, oh, crap. This is not good. And and what, what hit me was... I'm going to go political on y'all for a minute, and I don't want you to throw anything at me. I, I, I believe in politics. I believe in putting the best person. I, I want someone in Washington with intelligence. If you dif- differ with that, get saved. It may be brutal. I want someone in, in a governor in, in Florida. I don't want DeSantis running. Just leave him alone. Let him stay right here. Amen. 
I, I, I want, it bothered me to watch what happened in our nation. It, it probably did you too. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, does not anybody on this planet have the backbone and the character to stand up to this mess? So I'm, I'm watching this, I'm watching this. And they're talking about how they've infiltrated, uh, you know, our, our, our uh, media. How they've infer- brought money in and destroying. And I mean, we're watching voting. They're not even hiding the fact that they're ballot stuffing. And they're not even ashamed of it. And then we've got people going, I think my little girl needs to be a boy. And, my little... and I'm thinking, is everybody crazy? And I sat in my chair, and I, and I actually had a, a, a few minutes, actually maybe about an hour, of just depression. Like, what? It's called hopeless. What are we going to do? Well, after that, I decided, well, I can't, I can't stay depressed, and I, and I can't do anything about all this mess, so maybe I should pray. Good idea. Say, that's a good idea. And I went to the Lord and I said, you're going to have to help me right now. Because I got to preach tomorrow. Well, two days from now. I said, and I'm, no, I'm in no position to stand up in front of anybody. I said, I just, this is a mess. And, and, and he took me, he, and, and thank God for the Holy Spirit. The greater one lives in us. And, I'm, and he, he said, he, he gave me the scripture I'm about to read to you. And, and OMG, did it help me. I'm going to read it to you in, in Acts 26.1. Paul is in prison for something he didn't do. Locked up by bad people who lied. Sounds a little like. Arizona or Georgia or Washington. And, and, and he's in jail. He's in chains in his arms and his feet. There's people threatening to kill him. And, and the king has called him out to have a talk to him. And I'm going, well, this isn't good. So, so I'm reading this, and the Lord said, I want you to go back and read it. And then Agrippa said to Paul, you're permitted to speak for yourself. And Paul stretched out his hand, and he answered, and he said, I think I'm happy. And I went, wow. You, you got to be in the biggest mess of anybody, and I mean the government then, similar to now. Listen to me. Governments have been wicked since Adam. And, and, and don't, don't throw anything at me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not anti-vote. But good God, when you get rid of one, another one pops up. Okay, I'll come over here and preach. There's no end to idiots. Thank you. I mean, it isn't like you can just get rid of 
a hundred of them, there's another hundred thousand waiting to take their place. Stupid people. Well, you got China and then you got Russia. And the Russian people, I've been to Russia. Russian people are wonderful. They're food. Russians can cook. If you get one of those things, if you're a young man, it says that get a, a Russian bride, buy one. <laughs> Mail order bride. Get you a Russian woman. Good Lord, they know how to cook. Anyway, anyway. When I've been all over the world, and I'm going to tell you something, I've met some of the most wonderful people. And, 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 the, and just because the government's crazy, in Iran right now, the, the Christians are praying that Israel will blow up the nuclear thing and set them free because the people there are good people. Well, that we need to know that. But right now, the, the Lord shows me this scripture, and Paul comes out in chains. He's sitting there with a man on a throne, and he goes, I'm a happy man. Amen. And I'm going, what's wrong with me? <laughs> it, Paul, how is it? You're in the mess you're in. You're in a political system worse than mine. You're in a jail. They got you chained up. You're sitting in a jail with no air conditioning, no heat, no running water, no, and you're happy. Amen. Say, I'm a happy man. I went, he's no something that I don't know. And I thought, man, I think maybe I should become happy. So anyway, go with me now to Luke 24. The Lord took me over to Luke and said, let me show you something. And he asked me a question. When he came, did he mess up? No. No, Jesus didn't mess up. What he did on the cross, he did not mess up. He, what he did was what needed to be done, and he fixed a problem. He fixed the problem. Now, I'm going to read something to you, um, and I find this story very interesting. 20, Luke 24, verse 13. Now, behold, two of them, they were his disciples, were traveling the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things that happened. And so it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. And their eyes were restrained. They didn't know it was him. And he said, what kind of conversation is this you're having with one another? And you walk and you are sad. Why? I mean, he's walking down the road. These guys that Jesus just died on the cross, they don't know he rose from the dead. They have left Jerusalem, going back to whatever they were going to do. And Jesus walks up to them and gets into conversation with them. And they're talking about what happened. And they're sad. Now, he gives this to me because I know y'all don't believe that I've ever been sad. And it's rare, but I was sad. And, 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 and so l l listen to this. What kind of conversation? You walk in your said, go to, go to 18. And one of those whose name was Clopas answered and said, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? How is it you're not sad with us? How is it 
that you, where have you been that you don't know what is happening? Because if you knew, you wouldn't be happy. You'd be sad too. Let's read it. Do you know, do you, do you, do, verse, verse 19, go to verse 19, come on, come on. And he said, well, what, what things? And, and these two are like, well, we're going to tell you why we're sad. He said, and they said, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was? Was, not is, was. He was a prophet, but he ain't now because he dead. It's sad day. All right, okay. We, how the chief priest and the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and they killed him. And he's He's dead. And we're sad. I want you to understand something about the Jewish mindset during Jesus' day. Why did they reject him? Because they were looking for a ruler that would destroy Rome. They were not looking for someone who would destroy death, hell, and the grave. We were hoping he was going to redeem Israel. Beside this third day, and there's a bunch of people running around talking about that. They've seen him. It's just a bunch of hooey. They were looking for a Messiah, a physical Messiah. Right now in Israel, the reason they're still messed up, they're waiting on the Messiah. And they say the Antichrist will show up soon in Israel. You know why? They're looking for a physical redeemer. Do you know what's wrong in America? You're looking for someone to fix this crap. And we are sad. And I'm going to tell you this right now. There is somebody that can fix it. As I sat reading... Let me just read this. Let me just. Turn to your neighbor and say, I, I think this is going to be really good. We were hoping he was going to redeem Israel. Besides this, the day's third day. And certain women of our company arrived in the tomb and astonished us. And when they didn't find his body, they said, they saw a vision of angels says, he's alive. <laughs> really. I saw him die. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found that it was like the women said, but, but we didn't see him. We didn't see him. We're sad. And he said, oh, foolish ones, slow a heart to believe all that the prophet spoke. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory and beginning at, at, at Moses and all the prophets he expounded all the scriptures of things concerning himself. And as they drew near the village where they were going, they, he indicated he would have gone further and they constrained him and says, no, stay with us tonight. It is far spent. And they went to stay with him. They sat down that dinner and had some, had some um, lamb chops and, and some um, roast and some biscuits and gravy. And he took the bread and he blessed it and broke it and gave it to him. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. 
Number one revelation. He's not dead. Okay, okay, now listen to me. We are in a kingdom that the left cannot touch. We have a king that has been voted in to sit at the right hand of God. And there is nothing the left, there is nothing the idiots, there's nothing China, and there's nothing Russia can do about it. We have a king seated at the right hand of God. We are in a kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. And we're going to go there in just a moment. These guys were looking for a physical deliverer. And they had a deliverer and didn't know it. And they got delivered. Say, we're delivered. Now, we live here. But we're delivered. We're not sad. Jesus did not fail because Rome wasn't the problem. I'm going to say something. I don't want you to throw anything at me. Washington's not your problem. If you're born again, you've been made the righteousness of God. Washington can't do a thing about that. If you're born again, you have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Washington can't do a thing about it. China can't do a thing about that. I got to thinking, as I sat in my chair, about the fact that I, I would certainly like someone back in the White House. And then I got to thinking, about, but that's kind of selfish. What about the people in China? And I watched the videos of the government beating people for no reason. And I got to thinking, if I could go to China, what would I say? I would preach Jesus. Because if you can get people born again, full of the Holy Ghost, righteousness of God, peace with God, and and have houses where they can get in the, and can worship God and get full of the joy of the Lord. What does it matter what the government says? When your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and someone says, we're going to kill you, you say, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Death has no victory. If I had a message for the people in Iran, you need Jesus. Because once you're in the kingdom, we have a king and you cannot ballot stuff him out. The poor world right now, the poor devil, poor devil is fighting everything he can do to stop Jesus from coming back. Well, he already tried that once, and that didn't work real well for him. And it's not going to work real well for him again. So here we are in the earth. What do we do? How are we to live? I consider myself a happy man. So I'm going to teach you three words. Romans 14. Everybody okay? Romans 14. Three words. 
Hallelujah. I think it's from this one. 17. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost. I have joy in the Holy Ghost. All right, now let's, let's, let's go back to the first word. You're sitting here right now right with God. You have a righteousness. Listen to me. When Jesus went to the cross, he took everything you ever did and they nailed it to the cross and he took it in the region of the damned and he left it there. Never to bring it up again. Right now you have a righteousness greater than a Moses, greater than Elisha, greater than Eliah, greater than any man in the Old Testament that ever walked this earth. You are the very righteousness of God. And I dare Washington, D.C. to tell me they're going to stop that. You can't stop that. I'm in a kingdom greater than even the United States. Now, after I've been made righteous, I have peace. You know, we're still, Christmas is coming up. And we think Jesus came to bring peace on earth. He didn't come to bring peace on earth. He came to bring peace in you. Well, you know what that means? The war is over. The war between you and God is over. In Isaiah 60, he makes a statement about the last days. I'm going to pour out my spirit. You and I are going to be a part of the generation of men and women who will walk out of church on a Sunday wrapped in a blanket of the glory of God so that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we condemn it. We will have so much of the anointing, we will walk into Walmart and people that get healed. That's because we walk by. They may want to put COVID on somebody, but COVID ain't coming back on us. See, we're in the kingdom. We have peace there. The war between us and God is over. There ain't no more war between you and God. You've been redeemed from the curse. Say, I am a happy man. And then he gave you something. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, you know, now I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to tell a story. Y'all have to stop shouting for just a minute because now I'm going to make you cry a little bit. Not sadness, but just right after I got born again. Dan, do, do y'all understand what it's like to be a total heathen? There's a few of, there's Paul knows. Zach knows. I was a total, total heathen. I didn't deserve grace. I didn't deserve grace. I, I went to a crusade because my mother drugged me. I, I didn't go on my own. I wasn't looking for God. And when I got there, I got the bright idea to ask him to heal me, and he did. And then I went forward, I prayed a sinner's prayer. All of a sudden, goodness, God's treating me like I never did nothing wrong. I did not know how to handle that. Every day, 
He's getting me a job. He's healing my body. He's paying off bills. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't deserve it. And one night I lay in my bed and I said, God, I would cry myself to sleep. Every night I went to bed. Thank you for saving my soul. If you see, if you've never sinned, you don't understand that. I think wicked people have are happier Christians. I laid in my bed at night and I just wept. One night I got the bright idea and I said, God, I could, when I get to heaven, I'm just going to climb in your lap and kiss you. And then I said, can I see you? And he said, you can see my glory. And I left my body. He took me up. God, I, I wished I could tell you what I saw, but... There are no English words when you watch a thousand angels sing the same note at the same time and the music is perfect. You have no idea. You can't put that in English. You, you, can't, you can't describe that to somebody. And then they took me in and walked me into a throne room and there's this person sitting on the throne and there's a big green glass between me and God and, and, and the glory was blowing out of that throne room and, and the river was flowing out of it, liquid love, agape. And I'm standing in liquid love just flowing over my body. I'm standing there and we had a talk about different things and I'm not going to get into all of that. And right at the very end of it, he said, well, you have to go. I said, I don't, I don't want to. And I asked him, I said, can I come back? He said, every time you worship me, you are back. And the other day, sitting in my chair, I went, I need to go home a while. We're not just singing songs. We're not just singing. We're worshiping the God that's more than enough. Able to do exceeding abundantly above. So Paul is standing there in front of King Agrippa and King's on the throne and he's miserable and Paul's in chains and he said, I'm a happy man. And I decided right there, I think I'm going to become a happy man. I think I'm going to be happy. There's a lot of things I can't do anything about. But there's one thing I can do something about. And that's my heart. My heart. You say, well, what if we die? Glory. I'm going to finish reading this. Can, let, me, let me just. Sorry, y'all. This whole sermon came out of depression, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> a moment, just a brief moment of depression. I'll go back, to, go back to Luke. Go back to Luke. 
<laughs> See, I love church. I know some of y'all go, eh, it's Sunday, we got to go to church. No, I don't get it. I get to go to church. And one day I'm going to go to heaven and we're just going to forget all this. We're going to have bands and all those people that, can, that, that have died, that know how to sing and worship. They're all going to be there and we're all going to walk into a church service. And we're going to go, yeah, this is church. Anyway, Jesus meets them and goes to and meets them. Verse 50, and he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. It came to pass while he blessed them that he parted from them and was carried into heaven. And they worshiped him, and they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Two sad disciples. Sad that the election didn't go right. But they found out that it had nothing to do with Rome. Your joy has nothing to do with the United States of America and China and Iraq and Iran. Has nothing to do with it. Now they're on a mission. I'll just take that off for a few minutes. Someone find my bulldog hat. Yeah. Never mind. Can anything good come out of Athens? All right. <laughs> That's all right. There's always a heretic in the room somewhere. That's all right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. These men left Jesus' presence with great. Number one, he's alive. Number two, we have a king. That nobody, they didn't vote in and they can't vote him out. And anything they, anything they can do about it. And we're sitting here in the America watching what people that are crazy are doing and wondering, is any, anybody could fix this? And, and I don't think, I think, they, I think that they'll do their best. I, I would like to have a president back in that would it's not smoking crack. I would. I know if that offends you, just you're, you are not paying attention. But even then, don't look for a physical Savior. You have a Savior. We have a man. We're not looking for Savior. We have a Savior. That's why Paul walked up to King Agrippa, chains on his arms, chains on his feet, and went, I am happy. King Agrippa's going, what's with you? And he preaches the gospel to him. And he said, get him out of here. Almost thou persuadest me. Paul is controlling the room. He's in charge. Seems like he's always in charge. Say, me too. See, there's nothing the world can do. They, they, they They have no control over you. 
They can't stop your joy. They can't stop your peace. They can't stop your righteousness. They can't stop you from getting your prayers answered. They can't take the life of God out of you. They can't do a thing about it. If there's one thing missing in America, it's happy Christians. You ought to wake up and go to work and walk around going, wow, glory to God. What's wrong with you? Are you you not paying attention to what's happening? Well, actually, I do know what's happening, but it really don't mean that much. You see, I'm, I'm a happy man. So one more story. I think it's First Chronicles. The enemy came against Israel. I think it was three of them. It was so huge. They were going to be annihilated. And the, and the king called all the people and said, let's meet in the temple. And they went in the temple and they said, God, you told us if we ever have an enemy that we can't handle, we're to come in here and talk to you. And God said, I want you to meet them, but I want you to meet them singing. I'm going to come over here. I can't have that detail. I don't know about these people. I want, and, and they're going, okay. What a strategy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. In the presence of God is fullness of joy. 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 So one day they take Paul and they lock him up and they put him in a jail and they beat him and put him in chains again. And he looked at Silas and said, let's sing. And, you know, we're looking at that going, no, I think, well, we need a lawyer. Now, I think we need to vote somebody out. Vote somebody in. What's wrong with this city? Oh, we get someone to run. There ain't no time to get someone to run. They're in jail. Right now, I don't know where you are or what you're going through, but I'm going to tell you the answer to it. You need to get happy. You need to start right now. Count it. All joy. I mean, I don't know what the devil's got on your arms right now. I don't know what he's got on your feet. But I want you to tell him, say, I'm a happy man. Woo! Jesus is Lord. He is seated at the right hand of God. He is king of kings. He is Lord of lords. Greater is he that is on the inside of me than he that is in this world. And I'm going to tell you something, devil. I am a happy man. I don't know what you're doing in Georgia. I don't know what you're doing in Arizona. I don't know what's going on in Washington, but I'm a happy man. I got my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. (laughs) Woo! I don't know whether y'all have ever done this, but y'all remember the days when we used bars of soap? 
Some of y'all hadn't used soap in a long time. I'm not talking about anybody I walk in front of. But anyway, just people. The big thing about it is they were hard to hold. When you're full of joy, you are just hard to hold. Just keep squishing out of the devil's hand. And so Paul goes on to Rome and preaches the gospel. And then one day he goes... I think it's time to go home. I run my race. I finish my course. But the good news is all that happened, he didn't do it sad. I I have made a decision. Life is too short to be sad. Life's too short. I don't know how I got to 69 because I was 30 yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm going to talk to some older people now. Did the time kind of go? If you're older, you know what I'm talking about. Because I remember marrying her. It was a week ago. I'm like, what? What happened? She's getting, I looked at her and she said, she's getting kind of old. No, she's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. Someone asked me one day, says, why, why do you stay fit? I says, you ought to see who I'm married to, man. I mean, I have to keep up with this woman. The time, time's flying. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king, yeah. And soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. See, they don't know Andre Crouch. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I want you to imagine right now the people in China, no matter what the government's doing, they're worshiping God. I want you to think about the people in Afghanistan right now that are in houses worshiping God. And in Iraq and Iran, all over the earth. The the greatest We serve a great king. I I think the greatest gift you'll give him is for him to see you happy. I want to see my children happy. I think for God to look down from heaven and go, look at them. They're all happy. The world ain't doing too good, but they're happy. I want you to do something. I mean, I really want you to do this. Make... A decision, a solid one. I am going to be a happy man. I'm going to be a happy man. There's things I can't change, but I can sure change my face. If Paul could worship God in jail, I could sure worship him in in an air-conditioned house with food in the refrigerator. Say, God's good. 
I said this because so often I watch you guys come to church, and I don't want to just give you a new doctrine. I really want you to stop allowing things. When you get depressed, it is because of what you think about. You say, I want my circumstances to change. Why don't you change your thinking? Why don't you think on good things? You say, I don't have anything good to think about. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Paul's in jail thinking about how he's redeemed, how he's the righteousness of God, how all of his sins have been washed away. You know, that's actually envy. There's a little bit of envy there. But not the gray part, just the... Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. I want your family and your friends to watch you this Thanksgiving, this Christmas. And I want them to walk into a house full of people who are happy. They get around you, they go, what is with that person? I'm going to tell you one more story, can I? I got got nine minutes. There's an Aaron Rents building on 436 down near 50 in Colonial on the other side of town. And the company I worked for, we built built that Aaron Rents. One day we're out laying the block on the, the brick on the front of it, and I'm up on a scaffold. And the guys I worked with, we all went to church together. We're all spirit-filled Christians. So, so I'm up on the scaffold. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning, and we're up there, and I'm dancing around and all of that, you know. And this guy comes by on a forklift, and he said, what are you smoking? That you are happy. And I looked at him and I said, This is not that which you suppose. This is not marijuana or beer. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel that I am full of God the Holy Ghost. This is God the Holy Ghost. That is the reason at nine o'clock in the morning on a construction site, I am happy. And he looked up at me and said, I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> you ought to be in the world right now a novelty. They ought to ask you, are you on drugs? Say, I'm on the most high. So I have drugs you know not of. And it's free. This beats dope, Zach. This beats marijuana. This, see, it ain't that you quit smoking. You just found out you didn't need it because you had to come down to get stoned. <laughs> Father God, thank you for the spirit of God. Thank you. Thank you that you've given us joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Thank you. I pray everybody on the sound of my voice right now walk out of church this day and say, I also am a happy man. And we would choose joy. We would choose. We would choose the atmosphere around us, 
not allow the world in, not allow it in our mind, not allow it to control us. You have died for us and you sat down at the right hand of God and you guaranteed our salvation. And you gave us what we needed. We didn't need Rome to fall. We needed sin to fall. We needed to defeat death, hell, and the grave, and you did it. And I thank you that while I'm here, I'm going to preach Jesus. And I'm going to help as many people as I can. That's what this world needs right now. They need Jesus. Thank God for the politicians, and I pray that we have the best in the world get in seats. But, Father, I'm not going to wait on them. I'm not waiting on a politician to fix this. I'm just going to give you glory and honor right now. I'm going to act like the Bible's true and that you rose from the dead and sat down. I pray that in the sound of my voice that there's anybody in this room not born again, not ready to meet you never been filled with the Holy Ghost that they would be. And they understand that every time they worship, they can step right over in the throne room of heaven. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Well, God bless all of you and have a wonderful day. Say, I am a happy man. By the way, I got over being depressed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ is the king of all the earth. Amen. He holds the highest position. Right? He holds the highest position. He is our high priest. He is the king of all the earth. There will be no ballot stuff in Jesus out of office. No one's going to kick Jesus out of office. Because God has set him in that place. Amen. God is good. God is good. If you're here this morning and you're like, I don't know this God that's good. I don't really know him or I've been away from him. You can have joy today, right here, right now in the Holy Ghost. He wants you to fill him with himself. He wants you to make, he wants to make you righteous. He wants to fill you with joy, peace, righteousness in the Holy Ghost. And if you don't have this, we're going to give you a chance to come on up. Come on, altar workers, ministry team, come on up. If you need prayer or want prayer for any reason this morning, if you, if you made it through this service and are still sick in your body, I mean, I'm not, because, you know, the joy was just all up here. That'll heal your body. The mercies of God, the goodness of God. But if you want prayer this morning, he said, any two shall agree on earth is touching anything they ask. It shall be done. We got an agreement over a lot of things this week while we were in Tennessee, and we saw them happen. We saw them happen. Everything from track and deer. These, these guys are crazy. These guys are crazy up there in the mountains, these, these deer. They run up when they're dead. They run up cliffs. They dive over kamikaze mountains when they're dead. It's just crazy. We have to work really hard to get them find them. They just don't give up easy. But you know, everything, anything, anything that you want to get in agreement with, God says, I'll do it for you. And he'll do it for you and he'll give you a picture and he'll say, this is where it is. This is where you go. You know? And so he'll help you with those little things. But if you've never asked Jesus to be Lord, today's the day of salvation. Don't walk out of here without saying, Jesus, come in my heart. 
be the Lord of my life. Thank you for the blood that was shed for me. Don't leave this place today. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big Give Now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.